2: Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your, Your Angry, Angry Neighborhood, Neighborhood Feminist. You're doing the mini? Oh, shut up. This is a podcast <laughs> <laughs> This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives. That it is. It is. And boy, do we got some shit to talk about today. What a week it has been. Buckle in, everybody. And you know, I really
0: haven't watched the Oscars in such a long time. Like I haven't like sat down to watch the Did Oscars. You watch?
2: Yes. I did not. Yeah. I was working.
0: I wasn't even really planning on it. But we had some friends who were like, hey, do you want to come over for a barbecue on Sunday? And we were like, well, that happens to be the Oscars. And they were like, oh, OK, well, Oscar party. Yeah. Then and I works. was like,
2: great. OK, that sounds great. Yeah, I was working. And then my mom called me and I was like stressing because it was like later and I'm trying to get dinner done. And Max was just coming back into town and all this stuff. And she calls me and she was like, do you did you see what happened with Will Smith and Chris Rock? And I was like no, I'm fucking busy. <laughs> like, no, I don't care what happened. And she didn't tell me anything. She was like, okay, well, Google it. And when you have a chance, call me because I know you're going to have some opinions about it. <laughs> this situation stirred up such
0: strong opinions in me. Such a shit storm in I everybody. I was very surprised, actually, by how annoyed I was by this situation. <laughs> like, I, I really was. Like, I was so... I was just like at the end of the day whatever it's like rich people whatever you know people problems yeah
2: yeah so it shouldn't matter that much but it actually like really triggered me in a big way I have a weird thing just in general with displays of violence and anger that make me incredibly uncomfortable like I have an issue with people showing their like tempers and like like, if I was around a fight, that's not like cool and sexy to me. Like, that's scary and that wouldn't be attractive to me. So, uh, I also to don't me, find it, it attractive. kind of, yeah, yeah, like to me, it kind of put up that like fear response a little bit when I saw it. Because, well, first of all, it was just bizarre. Because if we want to start from the beginning, Chris Rock made a joke about the fact that, um, Well, I guess it could be perceived that Chris Rock told a joke about the fact that Jada Pinkett Smith had alopecia. He's claiming that he didn't know that she had alopecia, but it was a joke for her very closely shaved head. He Mm -hmm. called her G.I. Jane, G.I. Jane 2, whatever. And if you watch the clip, Will actually laughs for a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see And then they pan to Jada and she does this huge eye roll and then they pan back to Chris and then all of a sudden you see Will come up and slap him in the face and almost to where it seems like it's staged. And yeah, we, a lot of people thought it was staged. We yeah. got a lot of responses from people thinking that it was staged mm-hmm. and so that was initially my reaction to it, but it wasn't until we see him sit back in his seat and yell from his seat at Chris Rock, keep your w- keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Right, and I can tell that you. The seriousness yeah. and, and kind of that like tension set in for me like, oh God, no that's scary. I don't yes. like that. Yeah, I mean having watched it live the thing that made
0: me question everything was that right after he hit him the audio cut out completely yeah so you couldn't hear what he was yelling but you could see him yelling and I was like I well that emotion on,
2: looks real I found it online and so the first time I watched People it was it with immediately was they with were the like audio yeah here's, here's the Japanese
0: uh, airing of it where they don't cut the audio out and right. so I got to hear what was said you know I I've heard every take there is to have on this issue. Was Chris Rock's joke in poor taste? Yes. Was it ableist? Yes. Yes. Is it okay to make fun of anyone for an illness? No. No. And historically, have black women been at the butt of jokes about their hair forever? Yes. All of that is true. That can be true And it can also be true that getting up from your seat in the middle of an award ceremony and slapping someone in the face was also not okay. Like, you know, there's no real excuse for doing that. And I see a lot of takes you know, he was defending his woman or whatever.
2: Well, and I'm and like, that is that, so that is so toxic and messy. Yes. And I want to bring up the fact. So after all this happened on Monday, uh, what well, happened on Sunday, but on Monday, I posted something to our Instagram story, just wanting to get y'all's reaction to all of this, because I knew if I was having this kind of response, mm-hmm. and you were having this kind of response, other people would want to be sharing as well. And we got I mean, they ran the gambit. They were all over the place. Mm, But one of the things that was uh, recurring were people saying that they needed a man like Will in their life or Will should (sighs) have punched him harder or he was defending his wife. And so this is what I have to say. We need to stop this stereotype that men have to, like, protect their woman. It's defend. patronizing to it's me. So it's so patronizing. It's so to misogynistic. Me. Jada Pinkett Smith is a strong woman, and she can take care of herself. And that reaction that she did, that was her taking care of herself. She could have gotten up and slapped him in the face. You know what I mean? She doesn't need somebody else to get up and do that for her. Well, and I can't speak to their relationship, to be honest.
0: Like, I, I know. know it's all over the place, May- but... <laughs> and maybe... Maybe she does like that in a partner. I think that some people really do like that in a partner. For me, that would be so uh, like embarrassing. It would be so embarrassing to have someone get up and do that. It feels very like white knight-ish. Yeah. I need to be saved. You're going to get up and save me, but all you're doing is actually making me feel more embarrassed. I don't know if that's really how she felt in right. that situation. I can't speak to it. She hasn't spoken to it. Um, what I can say, though, is that... It felt ex- extremely entitled to do yeah. that. Uh, it felt very selfish that, like your your reaction, your emotions. Because that's the thing I've seen a lot too: is people being like, "Well, just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you can't have emotions or you know feel things or react badly." But if you,
2: but if someone wasn't a celebrity and did that, they would have been arrested and carried out of there immediately.
0: Well, and your human reaction to a situation doesn't take precedent over everybody else's feelings and experience and safety (laughs) and you have put a damper on a night that should have been for some people the most important night of their careers right you know or their lives and for me also they did it right before the best feature documentary category was announced oh yes quest love one for summer of soul which is amazing Definitely go watch Summer of Soul if you haven't seen it. I think it's still on Hulu. Yeah. It's so good. And he gave
2: a beautiful speech. He gave as a well. beautiful
0: speech. But he was crying. His mom is crying. But it was completely overshadowed by this moment. No one was even paying attention. Everybody was on their phones, you tweeting know, and yeah, looking Googling at what's what happened, going on. Yeah. Right. And for me, I've seen a lot of people being part of the Black community kind of point to this and say, well, culturally, XYZ you know, that this is how you would respond to defend your woman, right? But they detracted from another very culturally significant moment, which is black a black man, Questlove, winning this award for a film that was all about hidden black history and culture and celebrated all of those things. Right. And no one even paid attention to it because you felt entitled in that moment to react how you wanted to react. And yeah, I don't know, it just made me very upset. Yeah, um, it's I taking away
2: from the, po- totally. And it's taking, and that's taking away from the whole picture, like you just said. If you're looking at it in a cultural sense, you're taking away the other positive moments during the ceremony that could have been celebrated. Right, you I know? mean, Will Smith
0: is only the fifth black man to and, have one an and Oscar, that's another big thing
2: you know or so black person rather there was you know i was reading articles today on cnn about how you know he was asked to leave he refused um uh, you know minutes later he went up and received his award and all of this kind of stuff and now the academy is coming out saying that they're going to be doing you know some sort of investigation or inquiry into the situation to see what's going to be done about it yada 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 a lot of people are looking at that as a way to take away the accomplishments of Will Smith being the fifth black person to win an Oscar. A lot of them an see that Oscar, yeah. right, in or as a opportunity to take something away from another black artist. That is one thing that I've seen. Right. I mean, I feel like the, the Academy is very hypocritical. Uh, I mean, yeah, they still have Mel Gibson on there. I mean, and that was kind of the argument is like you support these... Racists, these sexual abusers, these people who have been who have committed domestic violence. Right. Yeah. Yet they still let Casey Affleck come and
0: present even after there were so many exactly. allegations against him. I mean, there is a difference between someone doing something on your stage on like during well, and that's, the awards.
2: That's what I was going to say, too, is that a lot of these other incidents with celebrities, the public didn't see. We all saw this. And right. I think that the Academy probably feels a sense of embarrassment, responsibility, yeah. and all yeah. that for it being on their stage rather than having it just be a story that could be speculated and, and changed. You know what I mean? It, we all saw it happen. You can't yeah. really dispute it.
0: I don't know that I necessarily feel like Will Smith's Oscar should be taken away. Uh, maybe he doesn't get invited back next year to present because traditionally the best um, actor award winner would be presenting to for
2: the, the, the next best year. actress
0: for the next year. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't get invited back to do that. I wouldn't necessarily, me personally, take his award away from him. Um, However, his acceptance speech That was was the next
2: thing that I really wanted to touch on. Really not okay. Really not okay. He does, you know, going along the same line of talking about men who feel like they have to protect their woman and this sense of whatever another terrible stereotype that he was perpetuating is that love makes you do crazy things and we need to stop that right now it's the same shit with the bachelor when they say we need to fight for each other i'm gonna fight for you it's like that is not healthy love and i was doing um some reading about psychologists that kind of analyzed this whole situation Joel Wong, chair and professor of the Counseling and Educational Psychology Department at the University of Bloomington, said, "...when a man who embodies unhealthy masculine behaviors like violence sees a family member being attacked, he often takes it as a personal affront to his honor. Family, especially your spouse, is seen as an extension of yourself, so therefore insulting your wife or insulting your children would be viewed equally as threatening as insulting yourself." Wisdom Powell, director of Health Disparities Institute and associate professor of psychiatry at UConn Health in Connecticut, says that Will may have felt shame at originally laughing at the joke before seeing Jada's reaction to it. And also going on to say that um, anytime we equate love with physical violence or aggression, there is a danger that those lines can be blurred. Listen, and here's the thing, because I've, I've heard it compared and I don't think it's the same thing
0: at all. Would I defend any of my friends if I felt like they were in danger if we were out? You know, like if, if I felt like they were in danger. Yes, I would. But there's a difference between stepping in to defend your friend when you're at a bar. Yeah. And there's some creepy guy grabbing her arm. And deciding, making the decision, because it wasn't like you reached across the table and punched him in the face. You know, you at a bar. all the way. You had way to up. get up. You had to walk all the way up there to to do this. It's not like it was a split second decision. And also, there is just part of me too that feels like all of this. Not only does it just distract us from the accomplishments of the people who were there, but also there was such a better way that he could have brought attention to like alopecia awareness. Exactly. And right. Him knowing, I'm sure that he was going to win that Oscar. I had him picked Peg to win that Oscar that him knowing that I feel like he should have been more aware of the opportunities that he would have had to take Chris Rock down to size at but see, to me, appearance. that's what's
2: almost a little bit scary because I don't think that he had. It to me, it looks like his temper took over his foresight. You know what I mean? Like that—that yeah. that feeling, mm-hmm. that um, rush of emotion overtook that level of under of reasoning in mm-hmm. his mind. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's frustrating to see
0: someone behave that way. It is. Just because it's just like, oh my God, there were so Why? many ways that you could have handled this yeah. in a better way. Like, so many ways. And I know that there are a lot of comedians now who are like, well, what's going to happen? Like, the
2: Oscars have people always just gonna-
0: been one big roast. Like, what's going to happen when people just feel emboldened to walk up on stage and punch somebody because they didn't like a joke they told about them. Exactly,
2: exactly. I do want to share one other thing that, that Dr. Wong has said. He says, it's very important that men say they don't participate in these kinds of things. We want to celebrate the goodness of men and also express concern when men exhibit behavior that conforms to unhealthy masculine norms. And they also go on to talk about how adults must teach their children the value of being vulnerable and how to use their words in conflict. And I think that that's something that, you know, is still so prevalent in raising young boys is this idea of being tough and not being vulnerable. And that kind of goes into our whole discussion we've had many times about toxic masculinity, Mm -hmm. where that's why a lot of times when men feel that overwhelming sense of emotion, they're not taught to be vulnerable or to have other responses. A lot of times men are taught to have more of a physical response. And the way to Mm -hmm. kind of combat that is by other men coming forward and saying they don't they don't do that I don't condone that behavior and so on and so forth mm-hmm. so that this whole bystander effect kind of goes away right. because while will Smith slapping Chris Rock in the face at the Oscars on the surface doesn't really look like it could be anything to have us talk about domestic violence mm-hmm. or violence yeah, against yeah. women or anything like on the surface it doesn't look like that but I still think it's really important to talk about toxic, traits and behaviors that people display and how it can be viewed to the rest of the world. You know, there were articles I was reading about women feeling very triggered by that moment and things like that. And so I feel like anyone's experience and how they perceived that action is valid. Right, yeah. And I'd like to add, you know, I've seen a
0: lot of takes from members of the black community and I don't pretend to represent The black community in any way. I only represent myself. However, there were a lot of people saying, well, this is what we do in our culture. If you insult our woman, this is what we do in our culture. Well, he's from Philly and, you know, that's what happens and things like that. And I just want to point out that just because something is culturally acceptable or has been culturally acceptable for a long time doesn't mean it's without fault, at all, doesn't mean that it shouldn't be examined and or changed. Um, And I think that that kind of display of masculinity as strength, like that's what you have to do to be a strong husband, a protector is not the way that we want to go. It's not the path that I think we should continue down. It's it's not beneficial to us. And that's how I feel. I don't think that it is a it's doing a disservice to the black community. I feel that way because I love my community and I don't want to see that kind of response to a no, situation like that and us just I think, write it off as
2: right I think for a lot of people and you and I most definitely we have a very strong belief that violence is never the answer and I know that's thrown around a lot but I, I truly believe that I think that if if push comes to shove and you have to actually defend yourself physically yes do so you know take self-defense classes know how to protect yourself but I think that in The coming generations teaching our boys to be vulnerable and to find strength in that vulnerability instead of finding strength in physical violence or anything like that. Like, that's what's going to change this whole toxic culture that we're experiencing. Yeah. And
0: I also do want to point out, because I've seen a lot of takes that are like, well, what about when that Nazi Richard Spencer got punched in the face? Everybody thought that was okay. Let's, He's a Nazi. Let's, let's pause for a second and consider nuance. That's the thing, too. Where people, Chris Rock is not a Nazi. <laughs> right. I mean, and so, But you, you hear things like violence is never the answer. I would counter argue that racism is violence. So there's a difference between someone getting in your face and calling you the N-word right. at a gas station right. and getting hit. Than getting up on stage because you didn't like a joke and slapping somebody. There's nuance to those situations.
2: Um, It's kind of like, what's her face getting pied in the face? Uh, What's her name? Um, There was like a group of gay activists at a time where like the people that would go out and speak like their Mm anti-gay speech or whatever, Mm -hmm. they would go up on stage and give them a pie in the face. Mm -hmm. Things like that. Yeah. Here for that. (laughs) Listen And, and,
0: you might think that that's hypocritical, but I do feel like there are shades of gray in these situations that yeah. need to be examined. And nobody, for whatever reason, wants to look at any nuance. And we can, I can say this. It's a nuanced situation. Chris Rock's joke was insensitive and ableist. And Will Smith's reaction to that joke was inappropriate.
2: Period. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, it. But I have to say, I do appreciate the fact that Within all of this, there has been more talk about Jada Pinkett Smith's experience Mm -hmm. with alopecia and alopecia as a whole, talking about it being an autoimmune disease and explaining what it is. I think any time that there can be any sort of positive or... Educating moment from a negative experience—it's a good one. So, if anything, yeah. I think that it's helped a lot of people understand more about that condition and things like that because of everything that happened. Yeah,
0: we don't have to be team Will or team Chris. We can be team Jada or team Questlove, uh over I was here. just gonna say, I'm
2: team <laughs> No One. So let's say queen Queen Love. No, that's not what I. Team Questlove. Yeah, I can talk. <sighs> I'm a podcaster. Let's take a quick, quick break, and
0: we will be back with the rest of our stories.
1: Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut.
0: And how he rose from nothing
1: to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Okay, and we're back. So we both said that we have something absolutely cuckoo bananas to talk about. And I'm really wondering if it's the same thing because – I came apro- across this story on my phone a couple hours ago, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? Literally, I came across this story. I
0: don't even have notes. I just have the article pulled up because I came across this story while I was waiting for you to come over. So I'm hoping against hope it's the same thing. If it's okay. not, then we'll we'll get through it.
2: Should I, should I say what I yes. have? Yes. Five fetuses were yes. found in the home of an anti-abortion activist, Lor- <laughs> Lauren Handy, in Washington, D.C. today. Oh, my Which gosh. Is what the we fuck? We have to talk about it. Uh, d- did that headline not just make you drop your phone? I... I what,
0: what an anti-abortion activist. Okay, so this woman... Again, I don't have notes. I'm literally just reading from this I have this some article. notes
2: because some articles didn't have some stuff and others did. So I'll, I'll fill in some holes if you have any. Okay, so this
0: woman, she has been indicted or she was indicted on Wednesday by a federal grand jury in connection to a conspiracy to block access to a reproductive health care, yes. care clinic.
2: So this is fucking nuts. She yeah. and eight other people went we to, about this. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. I'm going to be following this shit like crazy. Okay, so she and eight other women went to this uh, place in Washington, D.C. where they're calling it an abortion clinic. It's I, a health care, care clinic. Yeah, yeah. I, I resent people calling places like that abortion clinics. But anyways, she set up an appointment saying her name was Hazel. So she comes in. She's like, hi, I'm Hazel. I'm here for my appointment. Red flag number one. And and then I've she's never like, met a Hazel under like 65 in my life. <laughs> Not that I shouldn't because it's a very cute name. It's a gorgeous but. name. I love the name Hazel. But so basically, Basically, as soon as she got in and went to make the appointment, she was like, you know, gather around, bitches. And everyone came in and they like barricaded the doors with their bodies, chairs, furniture and wouldn't let people in. And they before, they even illegal. got in,
0: they pushed the door open so hard that they knocked a woman over and she sprained her ankle. Oh,
2: like no. she got injured. So that's part of it, too, is like, yeah. well, now people are getting hurt. Exactly. And they, it goes again. I didn't write everything that, that it goes against specifically, but there are laws against keeping people from getting the health care that they need. And there are other specific, I guess, like laws, if I remember correctly, with which you cannot stop somebody's like reproductive care in Washington, D.C. by doing things like that. So she, and that happened back in October of 2020. Yes. This was two years ago. Or yeah, almost and two years she's ago. just been a- indicted on that. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything during the pandemic has been a little bit slower we've had a few other things going on yeah so a she busy. and her friends were finally indicted on those charges on wednesday and then it was today for us thursday when authorities got a call and it had nothing to do no. with these charges but they got a call they were like ring ring hi there seems to be some biohazardous material. Which who made that call? Because you know, know that's somebody who like went It came from basement. inside the house. 100%. It came from inside the house. Which is like, I need, to, I need to go outside and just make a quick phone call. God. <laughs> <laughs> Sally, hurry. You're in danger, girl. Um, so yeah, somebody calls and it's like, there's this biohazardous material at this person's house. So the cops show up and they find these five fetuses in coolers in In coolers. coolers and so initially she was being kind of coy about it and reporters were like I'm not even looking at my notes right now I'm so proud of myself reporters were like asking her like what are they gonna find in there and she says something like oh it'll it'll blow you all away or whatever and there was okay this shit's nuts. I'm sorry that I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but she said something really weird to that effect, right? (laughs) And then there's this other woman who is the director and founder of the group that they're both a part of, which is called the Progressive Anti-Abortion Uprising. Okay. This bitch, Teresa... Bukovinak, I don't care. Says we are definitely going to reveal all the details on Tuesday, and they are explosive. What 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 does that mean? mean? Where did you get these fetuses? Bombs? Where are there bombs in the fetuses? Where did they come from? They fucking. I bet they stole them when they were in. I bet because they're this. They're supposedly this like progressive, like radical, but like on the other side of the aisle than us this anti-abortion group Uh so i'm wondering so she was in charge she was like the head of like activism so i'm wondering so clearly she does these very bizarre public protests and i'm a bit concerned that these fetuses somehow had to do with some form of public protest which to me is so hypocritical to what she is talking about. And police have said that, you know, they've taken a look at these fetuses and it has been confirmed that they were removed legally. And as part of, you know, legal abortions, she, you know, didn't have anything to do with that side of it. It looks like she went into a so clinic. She, like, stole these fetuses. She stole the fetuses is what I'm picking up because... And kept they, them in her house. And kept them in her house. So for possibly, I'm in my head... The way that my timeline is going, that she's had these fetuses and coolers for two years, that's uh, gonna be my guess. Honey, invest in a freezer. I mean, just
0: saying. But like, I mean,
2: maybe they were in one with a, within a cooler. I don't know. I, I or else don't she's know. having to replace the ice all the time. That's like what that I'm just saying. sounds like a lot like, of work. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was in a cooler in a fridge. In the garage, covered up. What? Is, I, I just want to know: Does your family know what is like? Does your well, husband know? She's she twenty eight years old. Like, she she's made a young. comment. She made a comment to the detective
0: where she said, "People are going to freak out when they hear." That's what she said. Like, mm-hmm. they're yeah,
2: they're going so like, to be crazy.
0: I'm guessing they didn't know. Like her
2: people uh, close to her, like
0: maybe people in this anti-abortion group she's in, anti-choice group. They she's totally in, know.
2: Uh, they totally know, but she. It sounds like she, and I'm not using this as an excuse whatsoever, but it does kind of sound like she may be struggling with some mental health issues. Um, A bit of her background, she was like pulled by a group of friends to pray in front of an abortion clinic. And ever since then, she felt that, you know, she has devoted her life to Saving God's unborn children and so on and so forth. I mean, that just sounds like being radicalized to me. Yeah. Or like, but it also kind of sounds, you know what I mean? But I don't know if maybe she had some underlying issue where something as simple as praying in front of an abortion clinic could make her delusional to that point. I don't know. But she also started her own Catholic television network in 2017 called Mercy Missions. I mean, to be honest with you.
0: This very much sounds like, like I. I think I knew people who could have done, done things this. like this because to me, it's just extreme radicalization that can happen when you're yeah. inundated in a religion. Um, not saying anything about, but even relig- like,
2: know. well, but I think that it's not even just religious anymore. It's also very political. I think that, well, there's yeah, but all that stuff Christian- is tied up together exactly. now. Exactly, like yeah. Christianity and the far right are so like intertwined in so many ways yeah. these days that you have to kind of, if you're a religious person, you almost have to kind of fight against that part of it. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if it's like political ideations, religious ideations and all those things together, possibly some other mental stuff going on with her. I don't know because... All of that is so unbelievably extreme and inhumane and horrible. And I know we're both like freaking out right now. Like, oh my God, this is fucking crazy. But it's also so fucked up and terrible and hypocritical. I don't want anyone to... Oh no, they know us. Yeah. They know us. (laughs) Please know that
0: even if we're kind of like have some nervous laughter over here, it's also just because this story came out of nowhere and it's so wild. Like, I mean, I saw the headline and I was
2: like... Pardon, from right? again. Especially because it's so hypocritical. Yeah, it's so hypocritical. You're here to save these unborn, ch- like children, allegedly. In your you're view, you're going in. Yeah. In your view, and you're going in, and you are stealing bodies. Yeah, fetuses. That is so twisted and fucked up. And, and you I need just, help anytime I hear
0: of of that. Where it's just like you're keeping these things. All I think about are like specimens and jars and you're keeping them like floating in goo in your basement. It's I mean that's very, essentially
2: all it is. Yeah. It's, it's very like And there's rough. I don't see the benefit in this unless there was to be some sort of There must have been a plan. Plan yeah. of something to do with them because I mean if you're keeping your grandpa in a fridge for his social security, at least that's a you a got a reason. Yeah. You got a motive there. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the motive is for that particular act, but I do understand like it it all has to do with her being anti-abortion. Well, apparently, we're going to find out on Tuesday. Apparently, and it will be explosive. That scares me.
0: I know it should. Uh, well, we will keep you up to date about that situation. I did want to end on just a positive note, really, really quickly, Please. and that is okay. Back in September of 2021, right before Little X released his album Montero, he did this whole photo shoot where he was like posing as a as a pregnant. Yeah. And it was... uh, He had this baby registry. Yeah. And the baby registry encouraged fans to donate to 16 charities that aid underserved and vulnerable communities. And the money that was raised from that has now all been counted and they were able to raise about $500,000.
2: Wow. Yeah. And
0: the money is mostly going to um, HIV and AIDS organizations. Beautiful. Which is very, very cool, specifically in the American South, Mm -hmm. going to organizations that focus on that region. Uh, And he also has... Um, encouraged people to donate to other charities like the Bail Project, which aims to end mass incarceration by doing mm-hmm. away with cash bail. Um, What's in the Mirror, which hopes to end the stigma of mental health and Cade Foundation, which assists families struggling with infertility. So I just thought that that was really lovely and nice. You know, Thank you, Lil Nas X. What a great thing to do with your fame. You have this right. platform and this ability to be like, you know, people are going to be throwing their money Regardless, like yeah, raise Do half it for a something dollars good.
2: for this charity. That's amazing. Yeah. I also wanted to mention for anybody who's interested, I had a really fun interview with Camilla from My Point of View podcast. So if you are interested in hearing that, we talked about everything about being a woman and women, Women's History Month, and the show and how we got started and. A lot of other ramblings from me, I'm sure. So if you're interested in that, go ahead and check out her podcast. She is lovely. And yeah, it was a ton of fun. Yeah, I
0: wish I could have been there. You would have
2: adored her. She was so very sweet. She lives in Argentina, which I didn't really like even think about. It was like, oh, Eastern time, whatever. And then she's like, I'm in Argentina. And I was like, holy shit, this is so crazy. Your time together looked really fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. She was really lovely to talk to, had really, really insightful questions, um, which I love. You know, it's easy to ask like super basic questions of people. But these kind of made me think and kind of got me silly and in my head and all that kind of stuff but in a good way. So it was fun. That's awesome. Go check it out. She's yeah. lovely. All right. So I think that's all that we have for you today. If there's any merch that you want to check out for the show, you can go to the link in our Instagram by We it. have new merch coming. Oh yes, we do, we do, we do. Hopefully more too. i I'll try to keep cranking them out. Um, But if you want to check that out, it will be in the link in our bio on our Instagram, but it will also be in the link in your show notes wherever you're listening. We have a Facebook business and group page. You can rate and review us on the business page and chat with the other listeners on the group page. Last but certainly not least, if you haven't done so already, we would greatly appreciate it if you would leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with a quick sentence about why you enjoy the show. It really helps us out a lot and we appreciate it. Alright, that's all we have for you today. With all that being said, we encourage you to to rage rage on. on. Bye!